0: Well folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics Unradic, my Bigberto Willis your host. We are exactly 48 minutes, actually no, 58 minutes behind schedule. Well I explained that in the earlier video that I had with you guys. How are you guys doing today? I see I already have a few peeps around. Eric Hayes, how you doing buddy? Of course there's Deb Denny, welcome aboard. Eric Hayes, er, I called your name already, why are you back there again my buddy? And of course we have uh, Nanette Bird-Smith, welcome aboard, is this take two? Por supuesto, of course it's take two, actually it's take one. Take two was a take that I said, hey guys, remember to set your alarms because I'm coming back. And Paul Fleming, ATL says checking in. Of course we don't have Rodney at the right time to give us the information and Daniel Ledo. Can we please talk about Biden the warmonger? Um, you know what? There is a good article by the guy that I put on here all of the times. I mean, you know, um, Mr. Mr. I'm looking at his face right now. I'm looking at his name. If he ever remembers that, I can't remember his name right now. Yay, yay, yay. But anyway, I'll get to it before. As far as warmongering is concerned, I think actually what Biden is doing is playing a fairly good game as far as to prevent war. Right now, remember what we have. We have El Senor Putin, have all his troops surrounding, uh, surrounding uh, uh, Ukraine. And assuming that we don't make him believe that he'll pay a price for invading a sovereign land, he likely will invade. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. How is that warmongering, Mr. Ledeau? And also, I think if I'm not mistaken, Biden said that at, in no way are we actually going into uh, into Ukraine, right? So I don't know if that can be considered warmongering. Craig Houghton, welcome aboard. And of course, also, welcome aboard, Daniel Ledeau. Welcome aboard. Anyhow, uh, let's see what we got here. Eric Hayes says, Candice Bergen is doing a great job standing up to the tyrant in Canada. The tyrant in Canada. Let's see. We had a very small... Canada has 90% of the truckers who are vaccinated. A small percentage of them decide to hold the entire country hostage. They decide to hold Detroit, Michigan hostage. They decide to say we are going to stop production in these places even though we are a very small amount of folks who simply don't want to take a vaccine. This isn't something for increasing your wages. This isn't something for forcing you to take a a, a vaccine or whatever. This is saying, we want to have laissez-faire. I thought conservatives were into this thing called law and order. Whatever happened to law and order? Oh, it's only law and order when we're putting some people down? Is that what it is? I think that's what you mean. Isn't that what you mean, folks? No, I don't think so. That's not going to fly here, Brother Lido. You have it all wrong. Uh, Let's see. Let me go down the list here. Eric Hayes says, Mr. Pete wants to end the traffic debts. That is good. Put Comparing 2021 to 2020. It's apples and oranges. Mm, No one was driving in 2020. Again, that's not true, though. The correlation is actually not a bad thing. There are less people on the road. Therefore, you got... Less debts on the highways, so I don't know what you're really trying to say there, but I, I'll read it some other time later. Eric Hay says, Warning from Chuck to progressives, even in San Francisco. Parents are recalling school board officials to take back the control over their kids' education and choices made thereof. Is there something here even in blue areas? No, people always look. I don't know why it is that conservatives somehow believe they care more about their kids than progressives do. We just want our kids taught intelligence. We want our kids taught real history. We want our kids taught, I mean, if you had somebody going into school and saying, and teaching that the school, that the world is flat, do you want your kids learning that? If you want your kids to learn that they, they, I would object if I went to a school where they were teaching the children that our existence on this planet is 6,000 years old, which is what some schools who teach the Noah's Ark teach, that we're only 6,000 years old. No. So that stuff about let the people decide, if I am in a community with a whole, uh, there, there shouldn't be, parents should be, shouldn't be the one deciding what their kids are going to be taught with regards to history and, all, uh, and math. Suppose I came up and I said, I grew, go, go with a posse of parents and says, we're going to teach a new math. 4 plus 4 is equal to 10. And we go to the school and say, if you don't teach 4 plus 4 is equal to 10, we don't want you teaching our kids. What would you say then? You'd say, that makes absolutely no sense. And you would be right. So when all these parents are going up and say, we want to be the ones who decide what our kids are going to learn. Do you mean you want your kids to be ignorant if you are also ignorant? I don't think you mean that. So we have to understand what we're talking about here. Now in California that's a very special case. They try to create there is a uh, there's a darn good school out there that's that you get into that school based on merit. I have no problem with getting into that school based on merit. And these guys in the in the school board wanted to make it a lottery. Anybody can get into the school. Well, no. No. And the people voted against it and the mayor of San Francisco also said the same about About that school in San Francisco. I mean, you can actually go too far, right? Let me give an example. I believe in equal access to success. But if I'm busting my butt like I do now, I go to bed. You can ask my daughter anytime. I go to bed between two and three every morning. And I get up by seven. I am up. I mean, sometimes I'm lying back doing my checking of the the, the things, but sometimes even earlier, sometimes a little later, sometimes a little earlier. But what I'm trying to say, three hours of sleep a day, you you can check my my Fitbit, okay? Three and change a day. Now somebody goes ahead and they sleep eight hours a day and they party all the time and they watch TV all the time, they shouldn't be getting the same amount of money that I get, so I'm not silly that kind of a way, but I'm saying everybody should have equal access to success. If you want to work hard, you can get your stuff. If you don't want to work hard, then you don't. But by the same token, I want a base. I am a humanist. I believe in humanity. So therefore, I don't care. Even if you are a bomb on the streets, I want to treat you like a human being. I want you to have health care. Okay? I want you to have a basic income. There are things that are human, and then there are other things. Okay? It is that simple. It's not rocket science. Okay? ¿Está bien? find uh, find it somewhat two-faced that Pelosi and others are now pro-Israel, how they uh, be when they want to to make, also make deals with it uh, I, that stuff about pro-Israel against Israel is a figment of the conservatives' imagination to really fool the people who don't have any knowledge or who refuse who, who decide to be willfully ignorant who decide that they don't want to learn what's really going on and how they are being used by the right okay, uh you, it, it, the one of the biggest supporters of democrats are jews and jews from israel let's be clear the jews are not predominantly republican they are predominantly democrat for a reason they are predominantly democrat for a reason that that uh that israel have a crazy right had a crazy right wing leader uh what's his name uh, netanyahu you know they just unfortunately had a numb skull for a, well you get what I'm saying. I need to stop using those words. I, I've, I have to kind of modify my language. I never used to say these things but there's something that's happening that I have to correct in myself as well. I've always not used these words to describe the opposition and I will not do it. I will not do it. Egberto, get a hold of yourself. All right. Eric Hayes, sadly, another case of liberals soft on criminals policy ends in murder. Prosecutors said that the Nash, has an extensive uh, record in New Jersey, and at the time of Lee's killing, he was out on supervised release. You see, this is all political, all political. Are these killings occurring? Yes. Are these killings evil? Yes. But when you look at the statistics, right? Ninety-eight. I, I saw this on on, on a, a good good uh, lawyer came out and he said ninety-eight percent. Of all people released on bond, do absolutely no crimes. Anything two percent, they 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 results back in some sort of a, a violent crime. Okay, two percent. But if you go ahead and extrapolate that to the to the people outside that are not in the system, that two percent of bail people who commit crimes compared to the people out in general is insignificant. I'm not saying one person's death isn't. Is insignificant. That's the end of the world for that person. That's the end of that person's families. How that person felt, they should be pissed that somebody is out on bail who killed. It's terrible, but that somebody who's not on bail who kills, it's also terrible. Now, if that small amount of people on coming out on bail, right, and somehow slip through the system, kills. You cannot make public policy based on that reality. And and that is what this lawyer was trying to explain, and he's right. Suppose I said, most mass murderers are white men. Anytime I see a white man with an AR-15, I am going to arrest that guy and treat that guy as if he's a criminal until he proves otherwise. Suppose I said that. Everybody would go crazy, but that is what those people who are looking for other things to uh, you know looking for a political issue to make out of it. I think everybody has a right to the judicial system. Are mistakes going to be made? Yes. And should we find a way to mitigate those mistakes? Yes, but we don't make it a political issue. otherwise people would can start making a political issues out of a whole lot of things as to where crime rate is. Oh, wait a minute, who have the preponderance of creating the guns who kill these people? Maybe we should lock those people who manufacture the guns up, just like they had to pay $73 million, right? Maybe we should search for all the people who manufacture the cocaine, who manufactures the amphetamines. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should find out all these people that create the genesis of our evil. Let's go for the genesis of our evil. Let's get rid of the guns. Let's get rid of the opioids. Then we won't have the opioid problem, right? Then we won't have the gun problem, right? So you see, who is the criminal here? The gun manufacturers give a tool to a, tra- to a mind that's trastornado to commit the crime. Be careful what you wish for. Alright, Eric Hayes says, We need some six bucks coffin new name, Starbucks due to Biden inflation. That is a childish statement, but I understand, my friend, where you're coming from. We're going to talk inflation after I get through some of the list of things right here, because I want to... Craig Halton says, You're really going to be pissed when you find out what happened at Sandy Hook, then? No, they don't. You see, and I I, I taped it. Uh, It's funny, because... uh, What's her name? Joanne Reed did a piece where these these parents are going crazy because their kids are learning about CRT. They're going crazy because they have to wear a mask. Where are these parents going crazy when their kids are getting gunned down in school? Why don't they say, we need to have policy to stop my kids from being gunned down. I want to go destroy a school for wearing a mask, but I don't want to go destroy a school for having guns that killed my kids. Who cares about your kids for real? We can't even get background checks for these people who claim they care care for their kids, right? Let's be real. Thank you for bringing that piece up, Craig Houghton. Love you, bro. All right, Uh, let's see. E2247 says, Putin playing the longer game. Knowing US attention is very short, just like 45 plays us, He's waiting until we are distracted by another show. Then he might mow. You know, you are so smart, E2247. That is likely what's going on here. And not only that, he can hold out. You know, he can hold out. He has, not only that, he has a reserve. And and you you know what else he's smart about? Check this out. Inflation. On oil. He's making billions right now. Because of a failed economic system, an economic system that is nothing but a fraud. And I'll explain to you that in a little bit. All right. Lee Grant says, hey, Egberto, what if the school says the boys can be girls and girls can be boys? Should a parent have a voice on that? Wait. Wait a minute. You're talking about trans kids, right? Um, No, the parent can't have a choice in that. Because that parent doesn't know biology. That parent did not design biology that create kids in their modal. So no, parents have no choice in saying that. We're- at Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI—it's possible because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's Wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com/slash Wonder. Worry about your own kid. If for some reason you can't tolerate that your kid is going to learn real history, pull them out of school. Sorry for those kids. Uh, you know, I, I wish them well. If you can't tolerate truth, it's on you, bro. All right. E2247 says, If you read the short story, A Visit to Weizenbaum by Jamie Metzel in the futuristic anthology, War Stories from the Future Atlantic Council Art of Future War Project, you'll find a mind stretcher. You always tickle our mind, E2247. You always do. Eric Hayes says, Egberto, like, incomes have gone up, but so has inflation, so your idea of a fair wage is watered down either way, and Biden said it will get worse via gas costs due to Russia's situation. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that fraud in a minute, and I need, I really need Biden to start telling the truth about our economic system, because until we do that, we allow you to be misinformed, as you are so very misinformed, Eric Hayes, okay? E2247 says, There are many different ways for each of us to discover our humanity. Creative approaches to understand armed and social conflicts are needed. Stories can play a crucial role in these discoveries. Why would you bring up statistics at a time someone is stabbed over 40 times? It is humanity, dude. You should be pissed too. Criminals are getting off so easily. I don't think criminals are getting off easily. I mean, there are certain criminals that get off easily. You go into the jails around the country and you see which criminals get away with it. Because I tell you what, brother, if someone who looks a certain way commits a crime, they are locked up in jail for a very long time and others get a break. The opioid epidemic, we feel so much concern for those on opioid who who steal to get their opioids, who forget about their kids to take some opioids, who have done all these bad things to get that drug that the man is creating to feed them. But we treat those we treated those in the olden days on crack like the end of the world. They were crazy animals who took crack. Similar behaviors, thievery, hurt your family, pass out, not, not much use to society. One group, it's an illness. The other one is throwing jail and lock away the key. I wonder why. Eric Hayes, could you answer that for me? I am not going to give an answer here. I want to see if you have sufficient empathy and historical knowledge. To give that answer, Eric, you talk a lot in the room, let's see what you got to say, brother. All right, please, I hope the current regime and others keep this radical thing because voters need to take it back. I love it. Well, I, I want them to be more radical. All right, let's see, Restream Facebook Grant, if your child approached you and said, I am the wrong in the wrong body, what would you do? How would you figure that out? Would you still love your child? How would you help? Deb Denny, you asked the right question, my dear. Lady, all right, Daniel Ado said, LOL. Like Berto thinks guns are evil. The genesis of evil, in fact, nope. The genesis of evil is in the hearts of men. You're actually, Daniel Edo, you got me on another one. Damn, sometimes you get me, and and when you get me, it pisses me off. Not really, I don't get pissed off. But when you get me, you get me. You're absolutely right. Guns are not evil. It's in the evil of the hearts of the people who created the guns. Thank you for correcting me. But still yet, ultimately, it trans- their evil was transmitted through the device to create evil on others. But you are right, Daniel Ledo Thank you for making that correction. And to all my listeners, let's give kudos to brother Daniel ledo because he corrected me correctly. And if you can... and for my right-wingers, when you guys correct me, I'm going to say I'm wrong. Okay? To my left-wingers, they always know when they correct me, I say that I'm wrong. But Daniel though, you're right about that one, brother. All right. Eric Hayes says, are you in favor of vaccinating a six-month-old? I don't know. What does the data say? Does the data say it's safe? If the data says it's safe, of course I am. All right. Nanette, don't you? You're, you have kids, Eric Hayes. You have beautiful kids. You made sure they all got their their mumps and all those vaccines at six months. You knew that. You allowed that to occur. What is so different, Dan? What is so different for COVID? You think about it, brother. You think about it. How silly they have made many of you. All right. Let's continue. Uh, Eric A says, If you are arrested 23 times for shoplifting inside of a year... That is not a good system of justice, is it? All right, let's stop right there. If you're arrested for shoplifting, ah, oh, damn, I got caught taking a Sprite. Oh, damn, I got taken a candy bar. Oh, damn, I got, I got, uh, I got taken for a, 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 you know, chewing gum or something. It's bad. You don't steal. You're not supposed to steal, right? But you have those habitual people that. You know, you go into a 7-Eleven and they take these things. Bad the way, I've never done that. I just wanted to let you know I'm not trying to defend something that let's say I've done before or anything. I've never done that. That's not how I was reared, but not everybody was reared that way. all right? But so they take these onesie, twosie, a $1 dollar here, two dollars here, three dollars here, it's bad. You make sure it doesn't happen. Does that person belong in jail because they're a habitual shoplifter who takes a dollar here, two dollars here, but that's all that they do? No, they need help. They need help, but they don't need jail. They don't need prison. So when you want to make that person that evil person, I'm going to ask you the the next pertinent question. Right now, there are insurance companies, and we had brother Jeff Reese on talking about it, an insurance company that hires a subsidiary simply to deny cancer treatments and other treatments to people in the order of thousands of dollars. That is shoplifting, right? It is shoplifting from my shop. Right? But in the order of not ones and two dollars and three dollars. But thousands of dollars that turn into hundreds of thousands of dollars. That turns into millions of dollars. That turns into billions of dollars. But because those guys are tits. Thugs in ties and suits. We just look at it like, oh, they're not doing wrong. The thugs in, in Austin, Texas... That have denied the citizens of Texas health care, even though it's paid for not only by the citizens of Texas, but the citizens of this entire of this entire country. Deny them. Sign their death warrants. Don't you think they belong in jail based on your theory? How, the evil that they do? I do. So please, please, spare me, my friend. Spare me. Okay. Your justifications of crime is laughable. No, your your indoctrination as to who deserve to be thrown into jail with crime and what is crime is laughable. When you have people that take from you, thousands of dollars from you, come on now. All right. Daniel Ledeau says, In my five-year-old told me he was in the wrong body, I would tell him he doesn't know what he's saying. I would tell him he is a boy, and that feeling is just gas. Yeah, that sounds like something that would come out of you. Uh, Lee Grant says in Frisco you can shoplift less than nine hundred and not be prosecuted. Okay, Um, your point being, Lee Grant, uh, you know, again, like I said, I want I want us to have an equitable justice system. If you don't prosecute a guy who rips off. A hundred million dollars, then there's not much argument about the guy who rips off less than nine hundred dollars. I don't want him to be ripping off in my store, and that's why my store will be protected from him, and when he when you know, I'll find a way to keep him out, you know. But that I'm not going, you know, I can prosecute that guy who stole $900 and throw him in jail and it costs the taxpayers about $10,000 to hold him for a few days. And if we lock him up uh, and throw away the key, it costs us over $40,000 per year to lock him up, right? I'd rather give the store back the money that that thug took than to throw that thug in jail and then I'll put that thug into a school that costs $10,000 that works on making him a better human being you see these things take thought process and logic right the, the, the troglodyte type logic is not very smart Don Broadbent says I have a problem with a 6 month old underage child getting vaccinated for COVID-19 that is fine Broadbent Don that is fine my contention is, if you give your child all these other vaccines at what? Two months? I don't remember what, when my daughter got her first set of vaccines. We, this is supposed to be scientific. COVID is just, COVID-19 is COVID vaccine is just another vaccine. And, and the right wing, I've given you all kind of lies that, oh, it changes your DNA and all of that. I'm sorry, it does not. My sister is a doctor. My daughter is one month from completing her medical, her medical degree. Okay? It's not, it, it isn't going to change their DNA. It allows their body to build, build something to fight most of the virus until it mutates to kingdom come. Then that will be a different story. Alright. Uh, the, the government takes thousands and pisses it away That is wrong. No, no. You know who takes thousands and pisses it away? I tell you what, a friend of mine called me up. Worked for the oil companies. And they were shocked that, that, uh, that the, the amount of money that people who work for nonprofits don't actually spend. Okay? So let me back up a second now. Uh, the people who take and steal from you is not the government. The people who steals from you is what we're going to talk about as soon as I answer Daniel Ledoe. That's how much a black life is to Egberto, 40k, the cost of incarceration, no I said 40k per year, that's what it costs to incarcerate or more. Alright, let's talk about inflation and this is important because uh, you know Eric Ledo and Fer- I mean, Eric, uh, Eric Hayes and many others here somehow want to blame government for inflation. Um, the truth of the matter is the government has very little to do with inflation now the Federal Reserve can clamp down on the money supply okay they can clamp down on the money supply to slow the economy down when the economy slows down inflation goes down and why inflation goes down because these people who are the thugs have to lower the price of their products so that people start buying them again okay that's how it works in other words I increase the I increase The interest rates. There's more money taken out of the economy. All that sort of stuff. Now, what really should cause inflation in a true? I I want you to. I want to talk talk about three items: supply and demand, número uno, número dos, price and power, and número tres, whatever the market can bear. All right and I'm going to start with whatever the market can bear. What that means is whenever a company is going to price their products the first thing they have to know is what is their break-even spot. In other words if I'm selling gasoline I need to know how much that gasoline costs me per gallon and within that gallon of gasoline is how much does it cost to frack it, meaning to turn it from petroleum into gasoline in the frackers. It also tells me how much I am going to spend to deliver the gasoline, how much I'm going to pay for insurance and all of that kind of stuff to keep the company running. And after I add up all those costs, I divide it into the number of gallons of gasoline that I would sell, and that tells me what my break even point is gonna be. In other words, I have to recover all those salaries that without profit, that's my break even point. If I sell gasoline at this this price, I can't go below that or else I constantly lose money. So that's the price of gasoline. okay so we're there. We're there at the price of gasoline. Now everything else that goes on top of that price, anything that I charge more than what that gasoline costs to manufacture, deliver, and to support the all the other external costs, that is profit. Now, generally in a capitalist system, what we try to do is maximize profits for the shareholders. In other words, get as much money for the shareholders and bonuses for the executives. That's what we try to do. It's very important. Now, but how do we determine how high above our manufacturing and, and delivery costs can be? That is where the other word that I told you about, supply and demand, comes in. We know what the supply is, right? Rather, we know if, if, if a lot of people demand, if a lot of people demand this product, we can start charging a very high price irrespective of supply right if a lot of people want it I can, and, and they have the money to do it i can actually sell now here here's a kicker though if we have competition right i have my competition in order to get market share in order to get me to buy from exxon as opposed to buying from all the 10 other manufacturers of gas and we don't have that many manufacturers of gas We have to play this game of, I lower my price, you lower your price, I lower my, so we get a competition to get to the lowest point above what my manufacturing and delivery cost is. And there's a sweet spot, right, where you drop the price until you have that better price. We're talking all supply and demand right now, but under capitalism, right, where I must maximize the profit at all costs for my shareholders and maximize bonuses for my, uh, my executives, what do I do? If I see a company is making some money, I am going to buy that company as best as I can to remove my competition, and when I remove that competition, I, have, I start building a monopoly. And there's a lot of different ways to do it, right? you can buy the company or you can have coercion which means both of you decide we're not going to drop below this particular price that's how we do it right we cannot drop below this particular price and that's what we do so remember we're talking three things price and power you have price and power if there is nobody that can compete with you or that can you have the market the market belongs to you you have price and power supply and demand if there is enough if there, if there is enough demand you, and, and supply, the prices also go down based on there being enough supply for, to meet that demand. So that is a restraining, restraint on you as well. What are, we, what are we trying to accomplish here? Or why do I call the private sector the thugs in ties and suits? Because of the following. We just got out of a pandemic. People are suffering, right? And the government decides for those who are suffering, we are going to put money in their pockets so that they can do the things that they need to do. Which means now that we have enough money to chase that abundant supply of gasoline. That, I mean, again, we have enough supply. But We are going to raise the price of gasoline until that amount of money that the government and others gave to these people to spend, till they have exhausted it. And what's the the maximum amount of money anyone can spend? I mean, what is that known as? Whatever the market can bear. What can the market bear for the individual, for any individual, you or anybody else? What can the market bear? The total income that you make from your job, or maybe from welfare, or maybe from whatever, your total income there, plus whatever you have in savings, if you have any savings, plus whatever you can get in credit. When you have exhausted your credit, when you have exhausted the amount that you can spend per month in income, and when you can exhaust whatever whatever other sources you have. At that point, that is where the market freezes. And that is where price, that is a maximum price that that they can put an object. So what do these plutocrats know? These plutocrats know that Americans were given a lot of money. They were given money to get ahead, not to pass it right back to the plutocrats. Inflation, however, inflation is the way the plutocrats, the, 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 the legal criminals, take back everything that was given to you. So when Eric Hayes come and he says, Well, look, uh, yes, people got their monies, uh, they, they got increased wages, but it went with inflation. He's right. It's the evil thing to do. We give you a raise, and we raise the price of all these products. So in effect, we annihilate the raise, because again... What do these corporations have because there's not ample competition? Pricing power. I did a video on pricing power. Look it up. So what I'm trying to tell all of you folks is this. You can't blame the government for something the private sector is predisposed to do and does. The private sector is there to make money for a few. Those who own The stocks in these companies, those who own all of this, that's who serves, the. that's who the private sector cares about. Nothing else. And as much money as you have, they will raise their prices to maximize whatever they can get from you. There are no shortages. We are swimming in oil. Saudi Arabia can pump more oil if they want to. Venezuela, we could decide to open up Venezuela and stop the embargo on Venezuela. There are, there's ample oil all over. I don't want, as an environmentalist, I don't want that oil out there. I, don't, I really don't. I'm kind of glad if, if, the price of oil would go to ten dollars a barrel. I mean, ten dollars a gallon. Then people would really start buying those electric cars, and people would really start doing all these things that they need to do to burn more. But whenever you go ahead, again, we can regulate inflation by. The Federal Reserve, increasing interest rates, which is what they're going to do, right? But guess who gets hurt right now? And this is where where, where I talk about the evil of the economic system. Whenever inflation occurs, who gets hurt? The small man, the little person. They get hurt. All right? Whenever inflation, uh, whenever they start to tighten Tighten money supply. Who gets hurt? That same person who has less money and who always, always, always wins. The person with capital. Uh, Daniel Ledo said the following. And 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 you know you know what is very dangerous. What is very dangerous when somebody thinks they know something and does not. Daniel Ledo says, "Whoa! Shocking ignorance on the oil market and how it works." I'm sorry. I know exactly how the oil market works. It's it's, uh, all—it's the the market is the entire world. That's what—that's what the market is, and that's you know. So I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Let's see. Stop blaming the government for the economy right now. If we raise the interest rate, there will be a downturn in the economy, and there will be a recession. Exactly, Don. Exactly. It is important, but you know, people don't understand. The only people that hurt the economy that causes these problems in the economy. It's the private sector. The corporatocracy. The corporatocracy looks to see what's the maximum they can extract. And those who don't have capital don't benefit from the maximum. So let me, let me give an example. I always give the term, the, the, the market system is good for 20% and 80% of the people are slaves. And this is what I mean by that, right? Yeah, a lot of people own a little bit of stocks here and there. But those people who own enough of their well-being in stocks, right, it is okay that all this inflation comes. It is okay that, first of all, uh, whenever whenever these price increases come, take a look at the stocks. If you doubt it, just look at the stocks right now. As soon as the dollar store said they were going from a dollar store to a dollar 25 store, the stock zoomed. It's not like we had 25% inflation, but they increased the price by 25%, right? It went through the roof. So those people who had stocks did very well. They did way above inflation. But the person who had to pay the increased cost in interest rates, in the inflated prices, they're the ones who pay the price. So my thing to Democrats right now who are going out there is they don't need to be scared of inflation as something that's going to take them down. They need to go ahead and attack the corporations now. They need to shame the corporations and point out that it is a defect in this capitalist system, which needs to be changed, that actually creates a system that pilfers whatever gains Americans get. Because if Americans make gains and are making more money, and you go ahead and price your product because there's more money out there, I can increase my price even though there's not a shortage, that is how the system works. It's not even wrong. It is by design that the system works. It is by design. So don't, even though I said it's a private sector that causes inflation, which is true, they're just following the rules. There are many uh, uh, MBA that comes out of the universities. They don't have any ethics. They don't know any better. They just follow the rules of capitalism. That's it. That's it. It's not that they're bad people. They're just following the rules. This is how it works. Daniel Adol says, so now we have inflation. Egberto just told us that the Fed can, can call back money from the system by raising interest rates. Egberto said that. Now he's agreeing that, uh, that a rise in interest rates will result in a recession. So which is preferred by the leftists? I prefer the inflation to tell you the truth, easily. I don't want, listen, let me tell you what I really would like. I would really like us to do the following, uh, excise tax on these inflated rates. In other words, if, these, if, if, the, product, if the raw product price didn't go up, suck it to them by taking more into taxes and let them raise their prices, we'll give the money back to the people to spend it. And we'll have that cycle until they get tired of raising prices and having to pay more taxes, I'll, I'll tax the whole hell out of them. I w- pr- let me tell you what I really want to do. I want to change the system so that we don't have uh, so that the people who don't work don't get paid. In other words, right now the investors, they don't work, they get paid. all right? I am f- for getting rid of a system who is that's predicated on, on uh, predicated on some form of antiseptic slavery. Any system that's predicated on that, Again, the executives don't work, very little, and the shareholders sure as hell don't work. In fact, they tell you that. The shareholder says, we make our money work for us. We're smart. Our money is working for us. Your money cannot work for you. Your money cannot work for you. There is somebody behind there that you have tacitly enslaved to do the work and you collect the funds. Please don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget that. Again, everything that I said can be documented. Everything that I said can be numer. If anybody wants, there's nothing that I'm saying here that is different from reality. The only folks responsible for inflation is not the government giving money to people who need it. Because those people who says when when Manchin says I don't want to give any more money to these people because we have inflation. We don't want to overheat the market. No, give the money to the people who need it and take it from those who've stolen it. In other words, give the damn people that are down on the totem pole their $300 per per kid and go ahead and take that money from those people who worked on the back of those who can't afford to take care of the kids because they're working at, at wages that doesn't support a living wage it's not all that complicated at all we have those who take advantage of the masses it's time for us to take back what they've stolen it's not difficult at all it's not difficult at all but we have to have a president that has the pelotas to go do that we have to have a president that says, you know what, corporations, we are tired of you being at the Marriott. We're tired of you being at the Hyatt. We're tired of you doing all these things on the backs of everybody else. 20% of you, 1% of you are the masters. 1% of you are the guardians of the 1%. 5% of you are, are two to the guardians of the 1%. 5% the guardians for the 2%, 10% for the guardians of the... And 20% live the good life. Engineers, lawyers, and uh, doctors, all these folks that are that, 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 that do just fine within the system. But then 80% live in Appalachia, the ghettos, the barrios, and the ones that go to work. They live on their credit cards. Every now and then they take a vacation. Yes, I am having a good time of vacation, but I just can't make it. Because the system doesn't allow me to accumulate. As soon as I accumulate something, as soon as I get a raise, the system takes it right back. As soon as I buy a home, they create economic structures, the reverse mortgage that allows me to lose it all. It uses my innate human nature to take it away from me. It's not. And you know, it, the funny thing about all of this, is you guys know it. Ustedes lo saben. No estoy diciendo nada que no es cierto. No say nothing that's not true. And you all know it. Daniel Ledosa Egberto, you are a liar. Ignorant or spreading misinformation. It is fact that the vast majority of shareholders are people with jobs. Wait a minute, stop, stop, stop. The majority, you know what? I tell you what, if Daniel doe if you have a dollar invested in in Microsoft, and I have a billion dollars in, invested in Microsoft, look at that. There are two of us that have an average of five hundred million dollars and fifty cents invested in Microsoft, and it looks good on paper. It looks good, but it's not the real people who work and own stock, most of the people, they at the charts, it's out there for you to see, to have people nominally owning stock, and so let me, let me tell you something folks, remember how the right wing works, not only the right wing, neoliberals, they give everybody a very small piece of the pie to let you believe that you have, that you have a buy-in, But when you look at the bottom line, you see that no, you're just a pawn in the system to create a number, a statistical anomaly. Let's be clear here. The vast majority, when when we come out and we say that 10% of the American population owns, I think it's, I I may be wrong off by a few percentage, you guys can correct me. When 10% owns over 80% of all capital in this country it tells you something. When you have, I think it's what, 16 billionaires or something like that that owns more than the bottom half of the country? Come on now. Let's, let's remember. Stop carrying water for the plutocrats who are ripping you off. It is so hard for self-worth. It is so hard to be strong. It is so hard to realize these things. It is so hard, but until we stand up for ourselves and say, this economic system was not designed for us, and start putting our our values into those who we elect, who are going to then create a system that works for us all. And forget about those people who are naysayers, right? There, there are many of them that, you know, they use all kind of things. They use racism, sexism, all the isms. So that we are concentrating on the things that don't really matter. You know what? We all bleed red. Right? We all, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, um, I, I talk, when I talk about race, I talk about race for a particular and very important issue. Because that's the, the country is racialized. See him backpedal? I don't backpedal at all. I do not backpedal at all. He says something stupid like the shareholders don't have jobs. I said the shareholders and most of those aren't, the shareholders that are out there, the ones that own the majority of capital, no, they don't have jobs. You want to put some money on that? When I say they don't have jobs, they're making their money work for them. Okay? They're making their money work for them. And by the way, um, Don, I don't know about the independently stock, most of of those that own stock are independently wealthy. I, I don't know if they're independently wealthy because I think, if I'm not mistaken, there's a lot of old money there. I don't know what the breakdown is from old money to new money, I don't know that. Also let me give an example. If Jeff Bezos got an investment of $300,000 for his parents that he then turned into these several billion dollars based on the way the capitalist structure works, did he do that independently? I I say not. At all. Um, Other people built his wealth. Other people built his wealth. And yes, I know of mutual funds, sir. Very well, sir. I partake in mutual funds. I understand it quite well, sir. But, you know, um, I, I think you're missing the point altogether. together. Eric Hayes-Legubertu, like, did you make money in the market we have today? Why are you so bitter at it? Of course I made money in the market. I'm, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm clean. I come out and I tell people things. Do, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie about it. We're in, a, we're in a capitalist economic system. And I can't ask one person to leave it. I can ask us to change the system to be more equitable for all. You know, earlier on in my company, I did very well. Does that mean that I have disdain for those who didn't? Does that mean I have disdain for everybody below? No, I don't. So I gave it up now. So understand what I'm talking about. It is important for you to understand. Anyway, um, I am getting close to the end of the show, and I haven't asked you guys to partake of what we do. So please, if you are listening to us on YouTube, please click that Join button, become part of our PDR Posse by clicking that join button. We could not do this, we cannot do this without you. If you don't see that join button or if you're listening on another platform, please go ahead and click on politicsdoneright.com, politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. Uh, Likewise, you can go ahead and click on politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon, politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Best, support us at politicsandright.com paypal. We have some new stuff at our store. Please go to our store, politicsandright.com slash store. Politics A- hey, Carl Cox, how you doing, brother? Nice to see you. Uh, Rouge Shark, most workers do not own stocks. Thank you for pointing that out, Root Shark. Uh, let's see, and by the way, the all-encompassing place to provide support for us is politicsandright.com, so support. Dawn says, let's see, I, I saw a message from Dawn. I don't know if I understood. Let me re- scroll back up. Dawn says, wrong. The company you work for owns the stock. <laughs> Thank you, Dawn. You're a smart woman. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Carl Cox says the stock market is rigged. Where the mega rich do great, much better than the rest of America. When the stock market does well, they also don't suffer from. You know that's why they create they create these financial instruments called collars and and there, there are a lot of different instruments, right? There are puts, pulls, collars, all these different instruments that they kind att- that they can go for, right? They don't even need to have. Given that they have capital, they don't even because they have capital, they can they can supersede their capital on all these things. You're absolutely right. Ruth Shark says only 10% of Americans own stock and more than that live under the poverty line. I think it's more than 10 own stock, as Daniel Lado said, in the form of, of mutual funds and all these other things. But as far as the capital itself, I think you could be right, Ruth Shark. But you know, the whole picture is not that, every, that a lot of people own stocks. That's not the picture. The picture is the amount of people who own it. Thank you for providing this format. Don Broadbent... Thank you for being here. What I want to ask you to do though, is please share our program and if you have the wherewithal, become a part of our PDR Posse. What we do here is we try, to, we try to inform, you know, and the kind of information we do here is not what you're going to find on TV because, look, MSNBC can't do this. I use a lot of MSNBC stuff. They are good people out there, good progressives, CNN have good progressives, uh, people out there that want to tell, so, but they can't tell stories in a full blend because, again, they owe their souls to the corporations who pay their bills. It's that simple, right? If you're advertising for, uh, for one of the big pharma companies, you can't go out and say that uh, Clarinex and Claritin is almost the same drug. The only reason there's Clarinex is because they wanted to get the patent renewed and to get another what, 17 years on the patent so that they can sock it to you. But Clarinex and Claritin, just as good, right? There's a lot of things like that in our system. And what we have to do is, Americans are not aware of it. And what we have to do is keep preaching it. Now, I say Americans are not aware of it. There are a lot of Americans not aware of it. And then we have the people like, let's say, Daniel ledo and Eric, Mike Sisak who go out there and they buy the kool aid for very subjective reasons. And in buying that Kool-Aid for very subjective reasons, they give plausibility to fallacies. And what we try to do here at, politics done right, is we try to clear that up. For those of you who stayed with, oh, I need to do my promo. On my book, before I close out the show, here we go. Alberto Willis, as host of Politics Done Right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Networks KPFT 90.1 FM Houston that engages all ideologies. I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological. There is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. In that light, I wrote three books. I wrote the first one titled, As I See It, Class Walker, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom, to describe the entire economy in a manner we can all understand. It highlights why it was designed to pilfer most, as it empowers a few, the chosen. The second book, titled, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends and Neighbors, Take It to the Next Level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book, How to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from those who rigged it gives us a place to land after learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side we point out what would make an economy that works for all each book stands on its own but together they provide the full picture please consider getting one or more you will undoubtedly learn be entertained and help us continue the mission with our blogs articles videos and books uh, for those of you who believe that things are the way they are, I all suggest that you go ahead and read a lot of what Brother um, or Past President Johnson uh, he had a lot to say. Daniel Ledo says, "Egberto, Egberto, Egberto, there, there, there is, 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 and, 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 echo, echo, echo." Oh wow, I did Ah, you know what? I'm using this mic here and playing it through the speakers. It came through. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry about that. But you know, thank you for letting me know, brother. Uh, you never quit, Eric. <laughs> hey, Don, let me tell you, I have a lot of, uh, I, I love my conservative right-wing followers as well. You know, they're good to me. Now, I, I think I saw some stuff from Lee Grant that he wanted me, he says, ask Ashley, ask Ashley. Uh, I wanted to go ahead and read that out because I, have a, I think he mentioned that before and we proved them wrong. Uh, Lee Grant, I'm looking for your message and for those of you that I didn't reach, I for, forgive me. But it's been a long, long, long day. Uh, Lee Grant says DNA in T and B cells of the immune system undergoes recombination to produce custom-made antibodies. Tell the truth. As wait a minute. So what's wrong with that? They try to make you believe on those ads that DNA. Remember this. Don't conflate things. The idea is, the way they sold this stuff is, and that happens with with reco- anything else that creates a new antibody. Come on now, that's a joke. Even a, even a non-medical person like me can understand the silliness of that statement, Brother Lee Grant. Come on, don't fool people that way. You're telling the truth in an in a uninformed manner. No, I don't think it's uninformed uh, uh, by those people who told you, but they know what they were doing. They knew exactly what they were doing. It is shameful. Your cellular DNA, folks, listen to me good. You take these injections. You, the cells in your body doesn't get recombined into new DNA structures in the mitochondria or anything like that. Okay? So por favor, don't believe the crap. Just watch all those dead dead unvaccinated people. If that doesn't do it for you, then at that point, you become a part of what we call Darwin's theory. And I wish you all the luck. You know, I mean, still chances are you'll live. The vast majority of people will live. But anyhow, I think we are coming close to the end of the show. Again, please remember to support the show. I need your support. Politics done right. Tomorrow we are going to have... A, um, Molly Cook, I will still have her today, but we didn't quite get everything set up for her to do today. She'll be on both on KPFT ninety point one FM at noon, as well as here on our show. Uh, she's running against uh, Whitmire, John Whitmire, uh, in Senate District fifteen in Texas. I tell you one thing: uh, any, I, I, I love the way she speaks, the way she talks, what she believes in. I think you guys will as well. Uh, So, folks, um, i got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you all know how I end this baby. I am what? Of course, i you know, check this out. I forgot to move the thing into the right place. So let me do that again. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out!